0: Welcome to the Mob Squad. We're real moms of boys juggling life, love, a clean house, and being outnumbered by balls. We say bad words, we vent, we cry, we laugh a lot, and sometimes we can be a bit inappropriate. But hey, we're moms of boys, so anything goes. Let's face it, we have real shit, and we know you do too. Life gets hard and messy, but we're not alone, and we're never quiet. We know you're one of us and we're so glad you're here. So grab your favorite drink, fill up that bathtub or get your fitness on and let's get this podcast started. It's gonna be a wild ride, so buckle up and let's go. Hi, welcome back to the podcast. I am one of your hosts, Arielle. And today, Amanda's actually not here, so I'm doing it solo, which is a little bit awkward. <laughs> so we'll see how this goes without my girl, Amanda. But I wanted to start with a few like housekeeping things. So recently, we had a couple moms reaching out to us on our Instagram um, and sending us DMs. Our Instagram, if you don't know, is at Mob Squad Podcast. Please feel free to message us on there if you have anything you'd like to tell us. Please comment on our posts if you relate to something or anything like that. But anyways, a couple moms reached out recently, and I just wanted to say thank you again so much from the bottom of my heart. You have no idea how much it means that you let us know that you enjoy the podcast. It's just, it's such a hard and awkward thing to do, I think, to put yourself out there. And Amanda and I have been doing it and There's times we're like, this is going great. And then other times we're like, we don't don't know. (laughs) Or we think like, oh my gosh, like nobody's listening. You know, so it's, it's one of those things that's just hard. And so the feedback has been amazing and we really, really appreciate it. And I just wanted to say thank you again so much because it means a lot to us. Okay, so for today's episode, I was gonna do a quick episode about a mom guilt that I had, not recently. This was maybe like a couple months ago, but it's something that... I think I wanted to share about because I'm hoping that other moms can relate to it, but also just to say again, to remind us that, you know, we're all just doing the best that we can and parenting is hard and it doesn't come with a guidebook on what to do and how to do it. And even when, even if there was a book that said, this is what you're supposed to do, actually doing it is hard. And then you have kids that aren't all the same or whatever. And so you're always just constantly learning. And especially with my oldest, I feel like he, you know, they. that's a saying, everybody says, like, you mess up your first kid. And I used to hate when people would say that because I'm like, I'm a firstborn. And I don't think I messed up. My parents didn't like mess up on me. But I do understand it now from a parenting perspective, because you do are you are learning everything for the first time. And then your second one comes along, and they're a totally different child. And you have to redo everything. And to be honest, I think I did get it right with my third. But it took three times, right? Anyways, so right now he's a preteen, he's 12 years old and he, you know, the attitudes and the talking back and just the frustration anytime I have to have a conversation with him, it's just like everything is a big deal. And And I was a really bad teenager, so I get it. You know, he's going through this stuff right now. And so it's, hard not to be understanding, but it's also hard to be on the other side being the parent of a child who is going through these difficult like preteen years, I guess, or even teenage years, probably the same. Okay. So I wanted to share a story we talked about a little bit on another podcast that we did recently. Maybe it was like two or three episodes ago where Amanda and I went on this field trip and there was another mom that we had met for the first time. And in front of a 10 other moms at lunch on the field trip. She was like, oh my God, look at all these kids who don't have any lunch. Like what awful parents don't bring their kids or make their kids lunch or do their kids lunch or make sure they have lunch. I don't know what she said exactly, but it was not a nice comment because... It hit me because I was like, my son did have a lunch that day because I was on the field trip. And it was one of those days where you had to bring a lunch because you weren't in the cafeteria at school. And but it bothered me so much because I was like, she's so judgmental of all these other parents that she doesn't even know, probably. And you don't know what's going on in their lives like. For me, if my son didn't have the lunch that day, it would be because we're trying to teach him responsibility and he's supposed to be making his own lunches now. He's 12 years old. He's fully capable. And the more responsibility we give our kids, the more confident they feel about themselves, that they're capable, that they can do things on their own, that they're able to take care of themselves and that builds their self-esteem and their ability to make decisions for themselves and just feel overall better, I think, about themselves as they're getting older. Because the more we do for them, the less that they're actually learning in life, right? And I kind of decided, you know, in the middle of this year, I'm making three lunches for my kids and I am just done with it. And I'm like, why am I making a lunch for a 12-year-old? boy, like that to me is silly. He's, he has two arms and legs and he knows where the food is in the fridge and he can put stuff in a bag and take it to school with him. So I decided he needed to do that. And I told him ahead of time, I said, listen, I'm done making your lunches. This is now your responsibility. You have to make lunches on days that you're not eating and buying at school. So how did it go? Well, he fought me on it. He was like, no, I don't have time to make lunch. And to be honest, he is a kid that needs a lot of sleep. He goes to bed at a pretty early time, I think, for a 12 year old. And then he wakes up, you know, school starts earlier in middle school. And I think it's ridiculous. It should be the opposite. Kids should have longer as they become teenagers to get ready in the morning. (laughs) Little kids are up usually at the crack of dawn, ready to go, and they have like two hours before school starts or three, depending on what time it is. But he oftentimes gets up and is, you know, slow to get going in the morning. I understand he's tired. So, on this morning, I was like, you know, you got to make your lunch. He refused. He was like, nope, I don't have time. And I was like, well, then you're going to be hungry. And he's like, I don't care. I'll I'll be hungry. So he went to school. And when he was leaving, I had like this huge amount of guilt. I was like, oh my God, he's going to be so hungry. I don't know if he ate breakfast this morning. Like what if he gets low blood sugar and he gets dizzy because he gets that sometimes? Or, you know, what if he can't concentrate in school? Because he goes to a really academically challenging school. And I want him to have a full belly so that he can fully concentrate and be present in his class. So all morning I felt guilt and my my husband was at work. So I called him and I was like, oh my gosh, should I go bring him a lunch? And, you know, I'm having all this feelings of guilt. Like I'm worried about him. And I actually got emotional on the phone. I actually started crying (laughs) because I just... I worried so much. I was like, oh my gosh, like, what if he's hungry? I just had so much guilt. I was like, I can't believe like, you know, I sent my kid to school without lunch. This is the first time it's happened to me in the 12 years of being a mom. And my husband was like, no, don't give in to this. Like, he knew his responsibility. He made the choice. Like, this is a natural consequence. If you don't make your lunch, you're going to be hungry. And he's like, if you give in now, then that's not teaching him anything. And I was like, I know, but the fact of me just like sitting here thinking about him being hungry is just killing my mom heart. Like I just don't want him to be hungry, but I ended up sticking it through. And I'm glad that I did because he came home and I thought he was going to come home and be like ravenous and be like, Oh my God, I'm so hungry. Cause oftentimes he's hungry after school, even if he does have a lunch at school, but he wasn't. And so I don't know if he snuck a snack in his backpack or if his friends gave him food or he brought money and bought something in the vending machine. I don't know. But he came home and he wasn't upset about it. I thought he was going to be mad, so mad at me because he was going to be so hungry. And so everything ended up being fine. But and he learned the lesson and now he makes lunches. And sometimes I have to help him along, like I'll throw in an apple and then he does the rest or something like that. So there's a compromise there, but he has gotten better at it. So that was like a hard lesson I had to teach him. And I'm just sharing for any moms out there to relate. Maybe you've made those hard decisions and then you second guess yourself or you wonder if you're making the right decision, because I don't know how you you are, but I often make those decisions and feel bad about them or second guess them. And I just want you to know that if you're listening to this and you relate to that, that you are a good mom, you are doing the best that you can, and that's all you know how, right? So just doing our best is what matters. And obviously loving our kids and being there for them is important. I think the number one job of us of parents is to protect them and keep them safe. And as long as you're doing all the other things and you, you know, are there for them, then I think that you're okay. So, That said, I hope that this resonates with you and you know that you're not alone and that we all go through these things and hopefully it it ends up working out for the best when you make those decisions, even though they're hard. Okay, so to end this episode, I was gonna say, I know a few episodes back, Amanda made this stew that we put the recipe in the show notes and I said I was gonna try it and I did and I loved it. It was amazing. The flavor in that stew is so good. I unfortunately cooked the meat probably a little too long I was being interrupted by kids and then for some reason we didn't have enough liquid in the soup so I don't know if I cooked it too long or too high and it evaporated out but overall, I would definitely make it again. It was so good. And I'll include the recipe again in this show. And then what did I make for dinner last night? I actually made a new recipe. I, I tried a recipe that I think it's called like burger bowls. And I'll include the link in the show notes too. And you can try it. My family loved it. Instead of having buns, because we're trying to stay away from so much bread. I mean, I think gluten is just bad for most people these days. And in our family, we have genetics for celiac uh, predispositions. So it's probably just something that's better that we avoid anyways, but the gluten is so high in foods these days, it's just something I'm trying to avoid. Not making anybody feel guilty if they don't. But we do taco bowls also that are a hit. I can also put that link in the show notes too. That's something that we've made regularly. And I love it because it's so hard to find good tortillas these days. I don't know. Tortillas are just either full of tons of chemicals these days, or they fall apart, or they're just not tasty. They taste weird. There's just no good ones. So if you have a good one, let me know. Anyways, I'm going to put that in the show notes too, but they, it was a hit. Everybody loved it. And it's, you know, over a bed of uh, romaine lettuce, super yummy. So let me know if you make those recipes or try them, you know, you can go to our um, Instagram at Podcast and click on that picture of the episode. We commonly screenshot the episode when it drops and then you can comment below that and tell us if you made it or if you have any cool dinner ideas, we'd love to hear it. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time.